So in the news, we have heard people getting a job as a software engineer, high paying, and only three months of learning. But what is it like to really go to a coding boot camp? Hi, everybody. It's your host, Samantha and Jackie. And we're back with another episode that you don't want to miss on the Deeper Than Tech podcast, where we talk about how to grow your career in an industry that was not designed with us in mind. We'll be diving deep into this topic, but before we do, if you're loving this podcast so far, make sure you go and like it, share it, and all that good stuff. So Jackie, what exactly is a coding bootcamp? From what I have personally seen, because I actually instruct for a coding boot camp, a coding boot camp is very different than a lot of other learning styles. It literally is almost like a compressed time and the ability for you to be able to learn coding skills so that you can move forward and get a job right after. Very, very different from the traditional learning of a college degree where you may learn other things outside of coding that have to do with computing versus a coding bootcamp, you're simply focused and centered around learning how to utilize skills as a software developer. That is correct. I think of coding bootcamps as a trade school for learning how to code, get in, get out, get a job. So that is awesome to hear. What are some benefits besides learning how to code a coding bootcamp? Well, one thing that you definitely get to do, of course, you get to meet different people from all walks of life. I think that it really helps with people who are brand new to coding and they decide to get into a coding bootcamp to really see that there are people just like them. You know, if you're a career changer, if you're somebody that's probably brand new to coding and you just, you know, saw coding and you realized, hey, I want to get a job as quick as possible. I'm going to go this boot camp route. But you're able to see so many different people from different routes. There are even people who've had degrees that actually go to a coding boot camp as well because they want to primarily focus on the software development side and they really want to see what's working in the world today as software developers. I would say that's number one. Number two, you do get to learn at a faster time than you know a traditional college degree or school or maybe another option because it can be condensed into a lot smaller amount of weeks to where you're able to get that information and then just go right into getting coached on getting a job and move forward in your career. So I would say those are the two biggest benefits that I've seen. I definitely agree. I know when I was in coding bootcamp, there was a couple computer science majors in the, the course because computer science, they teach you like all the smart things. <laughs> they don't teach you all the things of like what you're gonna do on the job. It's like normal for a computer science degree person to go to a coding bootcamp so they can have those skills to actually get a job, which I think is a little weird, but we're like skipping the computer science degree and just going straight to the boot camp. What is the coursework load like? Like how much work are you doing in a coding bootcamp? So I would say you probably are doing the amount of, you know, maybe even a collegiate um, college course. As many of you know, I do teach college. But one thing that I have noticed is it's not so much that there is like a certain amount of work, but it's just more so the work is condensed. And so you still learn, you know, quite a bit like you do in college, but you learn a lot faster. And a lot of times 
what they would do is every week, of course, it's going to be more so based on a lot of the tools that's being used today and a lot of the developer positions. And a lot of that is going to be condensed into just a faster time frame to be able to do that. You do have sometimes a heavier workload, but you do get a lot of information. And I do think that it's put into the way that it's put into the weeks is pretty good for the way that it actually shows you how everything builds in coding. And I think that's probably a third benefit as well. I think that the coding bootcamp really shows how everything builds as a developer and then you're able to see how that really works in the real world so that's how I would say at least for the boot camp that I've been teaching that's how things have gone with us it's awesome to hear that even though the course load is huge or about the same size as a computer science degree do we find that learning things in three months is doable or should the coding boot camp be a little bit longer? I would honestly say it really depends on the person because I think that, you know, coding boot camps that are three months long or even some of them are 20 weeks long, I think the programs are still wonderful and great. I just think that some people maybe just don't have the ability to learn in three months while others really do need that, you know, 20 weeks. Some of them can. But I think also it's really so more so picking the boot camp that is best for you in the time frame, because maybe someone who is married with children might not do well at a three month boot camp, especially if it's supposed to be in person. We do have virtual boot camps as well, but they may do better at, you know, the 15 week boot camp or the 20 week boot camp. Whereas someone who may not have as many responsibilities might do better at a three month or six month boot camp. So I think really just finding which one best fits for you is the most important. And I think that all of the levels and all the ones with the various different weeks will work. It really just depends on your goals. I would actually like to pick up on your thought process of virtual boot camps. I know that you taught at a virtual boot camp and I went to an in-person boot camp. So which one do you think is the way to go for somebody who, let's say, doesn't have a lot of time on their hands? Yeah, I will say that the virtual boot camp, if you're looking at the time-wise, is the way to go because at least the way the one that I have that I'm part of is set up is you work on your work throughout the week on your own. You can definitely ask the instructor questions. It's almost similar to a college course where they have office hours. But then at the end of the week, there is this weekly workshop where they, you know, apply a real life concept to what it is that you learned that week. And so you build on your project and you build on your portfolio during that week. And then the instructor goes over just a review of the things that you learned that week. So just really being able to do that is I think great as well because a lot of those workshops are on the weekend or a Saturday so it's a lot easier for people who work a full-time job to actually make those workshops because they're on that weekend versus if you go into you know in-person boot camp then you would more than likely have to stay all day I think was it probably like almost sun up to like late afternoon maybe yeah 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. So that may not be as feasible for someone, like I said, who has a lot of responsibilities. But either or would be wonderful. I just think whichever one you can make work would be great. But if you're somebody who's really just 
you know, consumed in your time, I think the virtual option is great. I will say you do have to have a lot more discipline doing the virtual option because when you're in person, you are encouraged to learn, you are encouraged to do the work. And so if you are virtual, sometimes life happens and life goes on and you may have things come up. So discipline, I think, will definitely be more on the virtual side, but it can be done. So this might be an unpopular opinion, but I don't think boot camps actually teach you how to code. I think boot camps are there to give you structure and to show you what you need to learn to get a job. So I think it'll be very hard if you're virtual and it's easy for you to like not do something because you don't have that person looking over you to do it. So I don't know, it might be an unpopular opinion. Maybe people are learning things, but I know when I was in boot camp, I was teaching my peers how to code more than the actual teachers. I mean, they're busy. I understand that they have a life and stuff. So it might be unpopular, but that is my opinion. <laughs> I will piggyback off of that. And I will say that I 100% agree with you because I think that people don't always understand the definition of teach. You know, teach is really, when you're teaching somebody something, it's really in-depth. It's really like descriptive. It's really, you know, hands-on a lot of times where, you know, a lot of times if you get in boot camp a lot of it can be review style and a lot of it can be you know where you're introduced to the information but you'll still have to kind of think about it more in depth later but like you said it, it more so introduces you to what you're going to see in the industry versus teaching you the ins and outs of this is how you do a for loop and this is how you do a case statement and this is how you do this and this is why you do this and, and all of that and so if you're somebody that that needs that kind of explanation. If you do attend boot camp, I highly encourage you to be part of a course that's going to give you those in-depth descriptions if that's something that you need. Because not everybody may need that, but many do is what I'm finding. And so really understanding that definition of teach is so important. And so I think it's not necessarily a bad thing, but we have to manage expectations in that area. I like the term that you used, review style. I have never heard of that term for a teaching style. So I will be using that. I'm just gonna review the topic. Y'all go learn. You mentioned that you need to find the boot camp that's right for you. What are some things to look for when you are searching for a boot camp? Well, definitely. I think one of the things I've kind of already talked about is looking at the time frame to be realistic because I think that like I said everybody's got different time zones different time frames different goals different responsibilities so that definitely is the first thing to look at but also you know when it comes to cost of boot camp I think that there are some boot camps that are on the more costly side and there's some that are on the lower cost side. And I think that a lot of people don't realize some boot camps do cost a lot lower than most people believe. I think that when people think of boot camp, they think of all the boot camps that cost thousands of dollars that some people may not be able to afford right now. But there are some, you know, that are on the lower amount as well. So thinking about cost and what you can afford for now is definitely important. But then also thinking about you know, how long has the boot camp been around? Do they have, you know, reputable reviews? 
that type of thing? Do they have multiple different locations in different states, different countries? Currently, the one that I teach for has different locations in all over the states and is very well known, those types of things. And the boot camp doesn't necessarily have to be popular. It just has to be one that really has gotten great reviews. Students have, you know, really got great experiences from, but also make sure it's one that also kind of has some type of career coaching to help you really be able to land that job after you have acquired those skills. Because let's just be honest, a lot of us have a hard time to really articulate ourselves, even whether we're speaking or whether we're writing. So I think it's important to kind of look for that as well. So I would say those are the biggest things. Yeah, I agree with you on all three of those points. Important to have that advocate when you are about to look for a job and having somebody help you find that job. But it's also important that they also have 30 other students who are also there. You still have to do a lot of work to actually get that job and apply. So what is the classroom environment like? What are some of the daily activities? Well, one thing that we've done at my boot camp, which I can speak for, I'm not sure if other boot camps do this, but the class sizes are usually pretty small. I've seen probably nowhere, no more than like 12 to 15 students at a time. And a lot of what we'll do is we'll first, you know, review or we'll, we'll first take a minute to make sure everybody's loaded, everybody's connected, all those things. Because, you know, when you're in boot camp, you learn the various tools that people are using today, like Docker and all those things. So we make sure everybody gets set up for that. We take a few minutes to do that. Then we kind of go over what we've learned, kind of do a review, maybe 45 minutes or something like that. We'll do a review, have them ask questions and things like that. And then for the remainder of the time is practice. So practice, practice, practice is very, very key in the boot camp. That is actually something that is a lot different than I've seen in higher education, which I've also done, where a lot of the lecture in college is more lecturing, more information, and you kind of practice along with the lesson. And there are some times in college where you do get, you know, those things that you can practice in class, but a lot of times that's your homework. Versus in coding boot camp, you actually have to sit there and practice it and submit it before time is up. And if you don't, at least with the boot camp I'm at, they give you about a day or two to complete that before it has to be turned in. So they're really focused on practicing and a lot less review, but more so practice on that workshop day. And so that's what some of the activities are. I would say my in-person bootcamp was also about the same. We would spend the first half of the day doing the review style learning that you mentioned. And then the second half of the day, we would go back to our own desk and trying that, what we learned in the review, trying that out by ourselves. I also like to mention, like you said, practice, practice, practice. Maybe week one of coding bootcamp, you should start practicing algorithms. Even if the class is not giving you the time to do it, do it on your own. Do one or two a day, because when it's time to actually do algorithms, you're not going to be scrambling around because that's what's really important for the coding interview. But yeah, the last question I want to ask you is about projects. What do you think about coding bootcamp projects? I think the projects are great. One thing that I do encourage, though, is I do encourage learning how to do your own projects just because there are some various different problems and different things that we want to use our software development skills to solve. I think it's important to learn how to do those projects. And what I currently teach just in my programs, I do have a project framework where once you've really built yourself to, you know, kind of practice some basic projects, the framework really helps you think about 
What's a real world problem you could solve? How would you approach this with your software development skills? And what's the things that you would do from there in order to get that software developed or that project done? So I think it's important to kind of understand how to build that. And really the first thing I would say with doing that is really thinking about what's that problem you want to solve? How is that affecting, you know, the people it's currently affecting? And then what's your solution with your software to come up with that, even if it's a website, an app, a mobile app, whatever it might be. And I think bootcamp projects are really, really great starting point. One thing I am seeing is a lot of people do do some of the same projects, which is not really a bad thing because they do have a lot of just overview of the various different things that you need to know when it comes to learning how to code in certain languages. So they give a really good overview of that. But I think at some point, you definitely want to make sure that you know how to create your own projects and get a good foundation of that, because I think that is really going to help you stand out. You talked about, you know, there being 30 other students, usually in a boot camp that are also graduating at the same time as you. That's definitely one way to make yourself stand out. Agree. One thing I failed out when I was doing my like final coding boot camp project is we actually did not deploy the project. It was super cool. We were using AWS. We were using like sockets and everything. It was cool. It worked great, but I wasn't able to show it to potential employers. So I think that's like key is making sure that you are able to get your project. And another thing I would say is when you are working on a project, try not to have a lot of small little projects. Instead of trying to have like one project that you keep building on, because like your potential employer is not going to make a tic-tac-toe game. Tic-tac-toe is great as a good starting point, but how can you like make that tic-tac-toe even better? Maybe having a login system, maybe having API routes, like using those like techniques that are very important, like difficult in a way to make a simple project really flushed out would be great. Okay. Jackie, thank you so much for another great episode. I love hearing your experience of teaching and coding boot camps. Thank you so much. Bye.